church and we're bound to come back if we ever get those. <laughs> oh, hey, we're live. What's up, everybody? <laughs> Thanks for joining us here on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. But with a $50 or more first-time deposit, you're going to get that CHGO membership. It's right here. Access all of our web content, our Discord, and a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker, which maybe that will be our someday yet-to-be-created renowned Pudwack t-shirt design. there you go. What were you guys talking about when we started the show? Our our Pudwack t-shirt design. Pudwack t-shirt. I don't know who we're going to put on there. The Cubs and the White Sox got their second designs. (laughs) I think our second design needs to be confirmed Pudwack. Confirmed Pudwack. Or rumors of Pudwack. Yes. It should just be our album list. Walking the Cockroach. Wasn't Ryan Suter the... Ryan Suter was, was the, the original, original sus- suspected Pudwack. Was that it? Rumored, pu- rumors of Pudwack. Rumors of Pudwack. Yeah. 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 So. That yeah. was Ryan Suter. Go. I, the shirts make themselves here at CHGO. Anyway, <laughs> jump on that. Uh, <laughs> jump on that deal with uh, points bet. Use that code he CHGO. Named make t-shirt. a fifty dollar or more first time deposit, and you can get yourself a nice CHGO shirt like my CHGO fire shirt I'm wearing fire. right here. Love this. That shirt. is that is a fire. Very sweet shirt. Very colors. That shirt is fire, Jay. Very, very awesome. Great. Love it. Um, all right, so we got some news, uh, which we're going to get to, including Jalen Lipen. No roids, just rage. Just chill, man. We're going to get to it. This um, is the one-hour Jalen Lipen show. We have controversy at the University of Michigan, which to, which uh, impacts one of the Hawks' biggest prospects. Uh, but the crux of the show, Top Shelf Tuesday, in honor of new assistant coach Derek Plant and his 17 legendary games as a Blackhawk, we're going to go over some of the great players in NHL history who played less than 50 games for the Blackhawks. We've got some great old names on there. I think you're going to enjoy it. And if you've got some that we miss, feel free to chime in in the chat. But let's start. Jalen Lipen officially announced this morning. Mario's got the contract details for us. And if you missed it, uh, June 17th, we interviewed Jalen Lipen on this here podcast. Uh, the headline of that podcast is Blackhawks interview Luke Richardson. So you can hear our initial thoughts <laughs> on uh, Luke Richardson being a candidate and then hear our interview with Jalen Lipen, which was excellent. He was a, a wonderful, wonderful guest. Great kid. Really happy he's locked up long term. Yeah, seems like a great guy. Uh, seventh round pick in 2021. Uh, he is signed to his entry level deal, which is a three year deal through the 2024 25 season. Uh, cap hit of $859,166.67 per year. Uh, so 67 very, cents. Very was, important on that. They were really hung up on that, yeah. I hear. Sources tell me. Yeah. Scores yeah. tell he me. He wanted that one. 69 cents. Yeah, the scores. Oh, man. That was something this week. Yeah, the scores tell me that the, uh, the, 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 the cents were the, uh, the, the hindering point. Uh, career high in goals with 29 last season. Uh, career high in assists and points as well in 66 games with the Edmonton Oil Kings. Uh, was a key figure for that team as they won the WHL championship and played in the Memorial Cup as well. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he's a sleeper pick that the Blackhawks uh, got in the seventh round in 2021. Um, he's He seems pretty, pretty dynamic, uh, center and wing. Uh, a little undersized, but he he's he makes up for it. Uh, a great shot on him. Uh, wanted to was was excited to see him at prospect camp, but unfortunately he had a shoulder injury that he uh, he was still nursing, so he didn't do any of the on ice workouts. But uh, he'll go back to the WHL this year. He'll go back to Edmonton, uh, probably tear it up again, which will be good for him. 
Uh, and then we'll, we'll see what happens from there. I think this will potentially be... I, I have to look at his age, but potentially this is his last WHL uh-huh. season. It would be because I'm, I got his stats right here. He might be in a category for Rockford, maybe. Yeah, he's 20. Maybe. He's 20. He's 20 already now? got four full yeah. seasons in the WHL. What's the point at this point? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, guess. So I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking get him he in probably camp, plays. see how he does. If he gives you a reason to put him in Rockford this year, you put him in Rockford or you send him to the WHL. But play play a, another overage season and then come to Rockford once the WHL season's yeah, over. Yeah, I mean, that's a, there's, there's some possibilities, but I think he's a kid that will Maybe be looking in. for, okay. yeah. hey, I want to be pro. I'm going to show you, make me pro. Um, a fifth season of the WHL, probably not the most ideal thing, but not the worst thing in the world either, especially considering the jump he's made the last two seasons. So. Right. We'll see and what the and especially, have. you know, he had two two seasons in, impacted by you know COVID shortenings and whatnot. Yeah. So, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. So maybe another junior season would be okay. But uh, if he, yeah, I mean, if if he and the Ice Hogs and Blackhawks all agree that jumping to pro is the the next move for him, all all the 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 yeah. better. And considering the type of roster the Ice Hogs have built for this season, where they've brought in some more veteran guys, yeah, to try and instill and make them a very competitive team and instill that winning culture, maybe it's not a bad idea to have them in there right away. Uh, we'll yeah. see. It, it is kind of funny or ironic that the last draft pick, he who shall not, he who shall not <laughs> be named, ever made for this team, might turn out to be one of his better ones. That's true. Uh, this yeah. was a seventh round pick. Um, there he is. He who shall not be named. <laughs> the last draft pick he ever made uh, was is, his best. Was <laughs> the, be- the best since Alex Debrinkit, my friends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I like him. He's a really good player. Uh, you know, and he's even said it. He's that type of like Brendan Hagel type player. Like. Mm-hmm. Scrappy, little undersized, but a guy that's going to do the hard work. Guy that can score you some goals when need be. Competitive. We'll, we'll yeah. go get the puck. He's a he's a he's a good player to put on a line with a couple of skilled players and be that guy that gets into the corners, does the hard work, retrieves the puck, and then your skill guys are there to finish yeah. off the play. So we'll see what happens. And and Edmonton last year in the WHL uh, was a very stacked team, and they added players through trade so he was kind of buried on that on that team a little bit underneath some uh some other star players so um he still had yeah he he was he was a prominent role uh role player there he still had uh in the memorial cup the actual memorial cup tournament he was uh, a goal and two assists in three games so point per game in the actual memorial cup tournament so nice pickup kid that really made a huge jump where had that draft been redone you know after this year there's no way he would have been a seventh round yeah, pick. No. he probably would have been a third or fourth maybe even a little higher but um a kid that just goes to show you not everybody is a superstar at 18 you know right, it yeah. took him to his 20 his nineteen twenty season to f- figure it out and he's still got a long way to figure it. like we're not ready to plug him in the opening night lineup <laughs> i mean this is a kid that's yeah yeah at least another t- one to two seasons away before we're worried about him with the Hawks. But obviously the Hawks. He's one to keep an eye on for sure. I, I would be willing to bet if there was a, a bet on the points bet app, I'd be willing to bet that uh, we see him at the BMO Harris Center as early as opening night for the Ice Hogs. All right. All right. That's got to be, be on there. 
That's got to be on points bet. I'm sure Jalen Lipe and opening night Rockford, yes or no. I'm sure yes. it is. It's got to yeah. be. Plus, how could they if miss it's something? not, we'll make it a so special CHGO wager. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There's our play of the week two days early. <laughs> All right. The other bit of news we have is, uh, as everybody knows, Frank Nazar, Blackhawks first round draft pick, uh, is headed to the University of Michigan this year. Uh, this morning, Katie Strang from The Athletic published a report uh, the headline, Michigan men's hockey coach accused of berating staff, misleading recruits, and retaliating against team captain. I'm going to read this verbatim, uh, not the whole thing, um, but just kind of give you the summary of what's going on. Again, this from Katie Strang this morning. In response to an anonymous survey of the University of Michigan's men's hockey program's players and staff, Coach Mel Pearson was accused of telling players to provide false information on COVID contract tracing forms, of misleading recruits on how much scholarship money they would receive and of allegedly calling one player a, quote, Jew. Pearson also displayed an, quote, inability or unwillingness, unquote, to hold the team's director of hockey operations accountable for conduct that included the, quote, mistreatment of female staff members, unquote, according to a separate investigative report. So not good stuff happening in Michigan. Mel Pearson, uh, the head coach, under some fire here. We don't know if he's going to resign, if he's going to get fired, whatever. This is kind of the first step here. Uh, we had a couple people on Twitter say, what does this mean for Frank Nazar? The Hawks can't really tell him to leave. They can't really no. ins instruct him to transfer. It's up to Frank Nazar. If he wants to leave Michigan because of this, he can. If he wants to stay at Michigan, no judgment, whatever. Like, whatever you're comfortable with. But it's a piece of news that is just another example of what we talked about last week with Evan Moore this horrible culture of hockey, these stories never, ever, ever end. Mm -hmm. they, there's a new one all the time. And you think about like Katie Strang and Rick Westhead, they can't even keep up with the stories they're reporting because they're coming so fast and furious. Um, I don't know. Whatever Frank Nazar decides, cool. Um, but you know he's got to be thinking about, wait a minute, you know, I just signed up to play at this program and there's all these allegations of misconduct and lies and, um, racial insensitivity and anti-Semitism and all this stuff. Is this a place I want to be in? It's something that he's probably gonna, seriously considering right now. Yeah, and when we talked with, with Scott Wheeler last week um, about the Michigan program coming in, you know, Nazar is, is one of the, the many names, big names that they're, they're bringing in. Adam Fantilli is, is, is headed there as well. Um, so it's, yeah, I mean, I really don't know what this means for the, for the program. Um, obviously, with this being the the, the first uh, first ball to drop in the, in the in the process, I guess is this all this information uh, coming to light after the investigation was concluded. Um, man, it's it's just another, like you said, just another inst instance of the insulated culture of hockey just not being checked and not being held accountable. And I think. Michigan and, and Mel Pearson has had a long track record of being a successful high-end hockey program and you know winning covers up a lot of blemishes and that that can't continue if, if that's if, if if what's in the report is is true which I tend to you know imagine that if, if these things are, are, are found out then there's you know something behind it uh, I don't know what that, what that means for the program can't be good and I, if, if, if Frank wants to continue playing there, uh, if, if it's a new coach or, or whatnot, um, again, that's up to him. Blackhawks can give him guidance in his development plan, but they can't tell him, hey, leave. 
Yeah. You know, so we'll see what happens. Correct me if I'm wrong. These this information came from actual surveys given to the players, players like, like and an staff. end of season review. Yes. Okay. So that just that's not a, a source. That's like the players themselves saying, "Hey, this isn't cool." Yeah, and it, and it that, was anonymous because players felt if they came forward with their names on it, there would be retaliation mm-hmm. by Pearson. And here's a little bit more um, from the Athletic. A summary of the university survey states that 32.4 percent of respondents reported not feeling quote respected and treated fairly by Pearson. 31.3 percent indicated they quote personally experienced offensive intimidating, discriminatory, or harassing conduct, and 37.5% indicated they observed the type of conduct directed towards another person or group within the Michigan hockey program. The summary states that 34 people participated in the survey and, quote, overall, more survey responses described the culture negatively than positively. Well, when your own players are saying that this sucks, uh, I think you have to say, okay, we hear you. Like, why hasn't he why did it why is it going to take this stuff to become public for this guy to hopefully get shown the door either resign yeah or told to get out like if a one-third of your staff says the boss is garbage and he does i don't feel respected or comfortable i think as an owner you need to be like okay that's way if one person out of a hundred says i don't feel you can Take that into account and say, all right, that's just one person that doesn't. But when a third of your yeah. staff has a problem as like the, the, the AD or whoever is in charge of this needs to say, OK, that's not good. I need to be proactive here and do something. And now it's going to come out and things aren't going to look great. <coughs> so. <coughs> excuse me. It's that season. Was this so was this just a hockey program yeah survey this wasn't like an athletic department like from what i can tell it says survey of the university of michigan's men's hockey programs players and staff okay so i'm sure harbaugh's kids love him all those kids he adopted (laughs) well i well there you go i mean if if a kid doesn't feel safe playing hockey they can go live with jim harbaugh because they'll take them in they'll take in the entire hockey team um i mean i would think with this coming out Michigan will do something Well, he'll either resign or they'll fire him. And as far as what Nazar does, you would think that whoever the top hockey college hockey coach guy is that they're going to have no problem getting a really good coach. Yes. To fill that. You look at that roster. I think every hockey coach, half the NHL well, coaches would be like, yeah, I want to go. Yeah. Coach yeah. There. I was going to say who's available in the, in the, well, in, you in know, the whoever the hot room, coaching prospect or whatever, or maybe for, for all, you know, Michigan has that next big thing on their staff already and they just promote him. Well, but do you want, is it, is right. it just a head coach pro- pro- problem or is it just, or is it a whole staff problem? Um, I mean, Nazar being a Michigan Michigan kid, um, it's. I th- I think that that's probably a tough decision if he if he does want to leave because I'm sure, as he's grown in his hockey uh, career, uh, as a young kid, he probably thought playing at Michigan would be pretty cool, you know, and 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 probably dreamed of of doing that. And it's not like he's you know from Minnesota going to Michigan or or whatever. It, it seems like that's probably more of like a, I wanted to play for Michigan because I grew up watching Michigan, caring about Michigan, all that stuff. Um, so we'll see what he ends up doing. Uh, Chris Dubiel with a question here. Does an OHL team have Nazar's rights? I looked that up. I don't Looking, believe he don't was selected. Uh, sometimes 
for those who, who may not know, sometimes players out of, uh, you know, the USHL or, or anything like that, um, young players, there's uh, the, the Canadian leaves have um, import drafts and, uh, and different things like that, where if they're not in Canada, in that like junior funneling system, um, there will be opportunities for players to be to be selected, oh. um, but uh, doesn't nope. seem he like he was selected. Was he okay uh, by the London Knights? It looks like the London Knights. Well, that's a good his. program. Yeah, that's a team where you would go. Yeah, sure. That's a I've heard of uh, Blackhawks players going to the London Knights yeah. and, and having success. Just a couple. Dave yeah. Bowen, my friend. Yeah. Anybody else? Uh, Adam Boquist, one of those guys. Yeah. Dale Talon, Alec Regula, maybe. Alec Regula. Mm. Although, was he still was he still with the Knights when they acquired him? Yeah, uh, he yeah, would have had was. to be. Yeah, yeah, because he was. Uh, yeah, he was. He was Detroit property at yeah, that time. So, but yeah, um, yeah, and Patrick Kane. Probably. Oh, that guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. right. I've heard about him. Yeah. He's got a future. And Nazem Kadri. Keep an eye and on those guys. Max Domi. There you go, Max Domi. Yeah, Look London is a London is a hockey factory. Yeah, you'll yeah, play for the Knights in the NA, and you got a good shot. So there you go. If he decides to, to going from the University of Michigan to the London Knights is not. A, it might actually be like a parallel move. Yeah, seriously. Or it maybe could, even it, a step. It up, could be a yeah. step up. I mean, that's that's quite the decision. The, the OHL is a com- is a different beast. It's a it's a hockey. completely different animal. Yeah, college hockey is more for you play what thirty six games you're as playing, opposed to sixty five. Playing less games, it's, there's more time for practice. There's more time for weight room. There's more yeah. time for development. Kids that need to develop more tend to go to to college NCA route because there's more time to actually mm-hmm. improve. You only play, you know six to eight games a month as opposed to three to four games a week. Mm-hmm. So there's more time to practice. There's more time to get your in the weight room, get your fitness, get your diet going, all that stuff. So it's a different route, but I don't yeah. think as far as competition level, it might actually be a step up to go from Michigan to, to London. Maybe. If yeah. that's a thing. For Let's all we try know, and get them to transfer to the University of Denver for our friends at the NVR. That'd be fun. Maybe. Yeah. They just won the title, didn't they? Sure. They're good. Road trip. Yeah. It's going to have to be a double trip because we're, we're definitely going for the banner raising, aren't we? Hawks, Colorado, <laughs> game one. Sure. That would be nice. Well, which means we got to go the next night to Vegas. Right. CHG well, yeah. Vegas. It'd just be I mean, we're already there. Not. I mean, it's on the way home. Right. <laughs> is it? It is now. It, it, I mean, it can be. It, it, <laughs> There's yeah. many ways to get home. We got to get a we got to get a connecting flight in Vegas. We might as well stop off for the game. You might as well. There's I no mean, there's no like direct flights from Denver to Chicago. That doesn't exist. Also, yeah. like a week in Cancun just to be safe. You know. Yeah. Might as well. I mean, might as well. Hey, I mean, if we're gonna get rerouted, we might as well you know make the most of it. Hey, you want to send us to Colorado, Vegas, and Cancun? <laughs> Download that points bet app and use the code CHGO. It will certainly, certainly help us continue to grow and send us places. That would be a lot of fun. Do it right now and you'll get two risk free bets up to two grand. And with that $50 or more, you're going to get that free CHGO membership I mentioned earlier, which includes a dope t shirt like the one I'm wearing right now, two grand in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free t shirt from the CHGO locker. All that for making a $50 or more. First time deposit at PointsBet and use that promo code CHGO when you sign up. Don't forget, that is key. It's your home for live in-play betting, and it just got even better. I have really enjoyed betting along in-game, and there is NFL football this week. If you're so into wagering that you're going to wager on the Hall of Fame game, by all means, feel free. I'm sure there's a bunch of props in there. 
There's a bunch of bets to place. Uh, football season is one of the best seasons for sports betting, so not a better time ever to sign up for points bet than now. And remember to use that code CHGO once you download that app, which you can do from start to finish here in Illinois. Uh, no need to go to the sports book and connect to their Wi-Fi and all that nonsense. Nope. <laughs> Download the app. You've got it. You are ready to go in minutes. Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. And if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. Yeah, if you're uh, if you're excited to bet on the first preseason game of the year, you may want to call that number now. Just saying. No judgment, but uh, that's that's a little extreme. I was trying to read the screen there. There's a comment there that's pretty long. I can't read it all, but we can, uh, we can get you guys that. can get to it it's, while it's, I tell it's the our buddy, good It's our folks. buddy Michael, our beacon of positivity. We love you, buddy. <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell the good folks uh, about uh, Athletic Greens and their AG1 formula. What is it, you might ask? Well, I'm so glad you asked. It is a powder that is designed to improve your gut health, optimize your immune system, and give you more natural energy. In just one scoop of that AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. And if you have different dietary restrictions, AG1 is easy to fit into that, whether it's dairy-free, gluten-free, uh, vegan, keto, paleo. What are some of the other ones? I don't know. There's so many of them. What with AG1, you're good to go. It's easy to incorporate into your life, no matter how busy you might be. A small once-a-day habit with big benefits. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash Blackhawks. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash Blackhawks to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And uh, we got a new supply here at the office yeah. from our friends at Athletic Greens. Picked up a bag, uh, picked up two bags, actually, because my wife has started using it, and she loves it just like I do. So nice. doing, doing good stuff. All right, shall we get to our Top Shelf Tuesday fun, or do we want to address some chat things first? Uh, Let's see, move the Ice Hogs to Cancun and make them the Sand Hogs. (laughs) Thank you, Stash. I like that. that. I love that move. First first hockey team, AHL or NHL in Mexico, could be the uh, the Ice Hogs. It's a shorter flight to Cancun than to anywhere up in the Pacific Northwest. That's true. That is true. Our buddy Uker Walker says, uh, come to Merida. It's better than Cancun. A lot less crime there. Merida? Okay. Isn't that, doesn't is that it? mean something in Italian? Merida? Merida? I don't know. That's the guy who played Mr. Miyagi. Uh, <laughs> Pat yes, Merida. Pat. Yeah. Yes. Legend. Why I like that. Reference for all the young people out there. He was. Come on, uh, that show's back, man. He was on, I mean, he was I know a, Pat Merida. Well, he's in it in flashbacks, but. He is? Yeah, man. He's dead. Cobra Kai, baby. We're in like season four now. How do they five. flash back to a dead guy? They just use clips from the movie? Yeah, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They don't have like a CGI Mr. Miyagi. No, no, no. It's not like Tupac. That would be outrageous. That'd be great. And our, and our, our guy, Michael, uh, <laughs> we know you're not, we're not, you're not grumpy. but okay you see, to he lose says, for a high draft pick. So do we root for the other team all year, so overtime or shootout, root for the other team? No fun watching games that way. No, you don't have you don't to root, root for the other team. You don't root for the other team. This is for the next couple of seasons where you root for individual players yes. to 
do well. You want to see Lucas root for Lucas Reichel to take that next step in his career. Root for those young defensemen, Alex Vlasic, to take that next step. Root for Max Domi and Andres Athanasiu to actually have really good first half of the season, so we can get a better asset for him at the trade yeah. deadline. There are plenty of things to root for. You could still root for the Blackhawks more on an individual basis. You, you could cheer for them to win. You cheering for them to win is not going to make them any better. <laughs> like, right. like, yeah, there, there's a term. Don't actively cheer against them, but don't be heartbroken when they lose yes. 90% of the time because that's what you ultimately want. Right. Don't go- live and die with the losses. Here's what I'll say. There was, a t- there was a term we came up with for the Bulls on back at the score called a tank win. A tank win. The ultimate. Yeah. The ultimate outcome for the Hawks this year is a very exciting and competitive loss. Yeah. That, that's what you want to see. Young players competing. The guys you mentioned, Domi and Athanasiu, putting up points. Caden and Taze bouncing back in four three losses. That's, yeah. that's like sure. the ideal outcome. Sure. Like you want all these guys to maximize their trade value and still to finish in the bottom of the if standings. If they look like an organized, competitive team but still lose – that's better than Tank looking win. like, what the hell are they doing night to night and losing like we saw a lot last year? Yes. Last year it was, remember, it feels like a lifetime ago. But this time <laughs> last year, we were talking about potential, not we, but people were talking about potential playoffs for the Hawks. Yeah. And by things the, by this time last year, horribly. Flurry and Jones and McCabe and a whole lot were back in the fold and you know, Taze was back on the ice, and it seemed very optimistic. Uh, that was well. Other stuff was developing as well at the same time. Yeah, but uh, roster at wise. least roster wise, things felt a lot different. A lot different. Yeah. yeah. No, there's plenty of things to cheer for for the Hawks, and yes, cheer for them to win. Just don't. Yeah, be when mad. they win, just, enjoy it. Like, just don't yeah, be mad when they don't. That's not. There's no like nothing wrong with that. You don't have. You don't have to root for an 0 and 82 season. No. Like that's. No one wants that. Like that's even in a tank. It's it's like wow. That's the greatest tank in the world is to lose every game and not get a point. That's virtually impossible. But no yeah, one the wants Coyotes are that. still in the league. No one wants that. Yeah, I yeah. like you just want to see progression. Like let it be just god awful in October, but then by April you're kind of like oh these there's four or five guys that are going to be here for a while. Like do you want to identify guys? that are going to be part of this rebuild, that are going to be part of the, that first team that's going to be competing for a playoff spot. That's the goal this year. Mm. Give me four guys that you can identify as long-term keepers that are going to be here for when we're ready to start talking about competing for a wild-card spot, those guys are on the team. They're part of that Give lineup. me four of those guys by the yeah. end of the year. That's a successful and season. And you're probably also going to have – some names you didn't expect come up and make a bigger impact than you thought. You might also have guys you expected to make a bigger impact, not make that impact. Mm-hmm. Look at going into last year. It was like, oh, Wyatt Kalanick, he's going to be top six. Like, that's for sure. Yeah. He barely played last year, right? He, two he years ago, Mitchell. Ian Mitchell's yeah. going to be our number two or three defenseman. He hasn't really seen regular time since then. Yeah. But he should get a look in camp. Like, there's, yeah. there's going to be a lot of, like, just think of how different things are not even just roster-wise, but expectation-wise, prospect-wise, from this time last year to now. It is a major difference, and there's going to be all sorts of surprises. So, yeah, when watching the 82-game season, don't live or die with the wins or losses. Don't get upset when they lose. Just know that, like, all of this is building towards a plan. And like Greg said, you want to see the guys that are going to be part of the future 
growing and developing and improving and you start and look, start looking for those little things um, you know that show up in development and as we get to our top shelf Tuesday topic here there's a few names that we're going to remind you like hey it takes time for prospects to develop so you got to be patient <laughs> this is going to be our biggest message all year long for the next two three four is years. yes it's patient. patience yeah. you're not going to have the Hawks don't have yet that guy who's going to be drafted and jump in and be a star right away if they mm. get Connor Bedard or Fantilli Maybe, right? But right now they don't have that guy, so it's going to be a process. Yeah. So, in honor of Derek Plant becoming the Blackhawks assistant coach yesterday. Who would have known we would have got two days of content out of Derek How about Plant? him? Thank you. Uh, 17 games with the Hawks in 1999-2000. One goal and one assist for Blackhawks legend Derek Plant. So, what a memorable <laughs> two points it was. It, I, I see a Derek Plant right behind you. There, there. Ah, yes. That I can't is the, do the pointing thing. That is the Derek Plant. I keep doing like the mirror. <laughs> I got to figure out how to do that. Anyway. Um, Thank you, Greg. So in honor of him, <laughs> we went through Blackhawks history and found great, two pretty good NHL players that played less than 50 games for the Blackhawks. If you've made this, you've took this whole roster we have here and made it into one team. This is, this, this, is a, this is a this multiple is a play, cup this is a playoff team. Oh, at least. You're going to win some cups with this team. If you I had think. these, all these guys in their prime, you're winning. Well, a Stanley there's cup. the caveat. But caveat. the problem is in their prime. When they were here in Chicago, none of these guys were in their prime. <laughs> they were either yet to reach their prime or their prime was so far in the rearview mirror. You couldn't even see it anymore. That was the issue. Here. All right, so one of these guys came out of the hospital to play for this team. <laughs> this guy's dead. <laughs> when we, when so when we discuss doing this today, what was the first name to pop in your head, Greg? Who was the first guy you thought of? Paul Coffey. Paul Coffey. Paul Coffey was the first guy. Uh, I remember being. Is like, that because he had a cup of coffee here? Well, I love coffee. But Paul Coffey is one of my all-time favorite NHL players. I love that dude. He was so awesome the, to watch. Like smoothest skater. Yeah. That too was like watching a figure skater on ice. The, one of the, <laughs> the best skater I've ever seen yeah. play the game. Uh, I never got to see Bobby Orr play live. He'll be on this list. But Paul Ca man, when the Hawks got Paul Ca I knew it was the end of his career. It was 1998 they signed him. I knew it was like, eh, it's, it's the end of the career. But it's still pretty cool that, you know, Paul Coffey's here. And even at that point of his career, he was still probably the second best defenseman on that team <laughs> in 1998. <laughs> Uh, and then he, he played pl three more seasons yeah. or two more after that. He, Sorry. He, uh, he played 10 games here and said, get me the F out. Like I'm not trade me this. right effing now. And they did. They traded <laughs> him to the, uh, Carolina hurricanes. I believe I believe that we got Nelson right. Emerson in that deal. Nelson Emerson. Not bad. Not for the a bad Hawks player. Either. Yeah. No. He was right. Good old number 11. Uh, he didn't make this. I think he played over 50 games. So yes. he didn't make this. Unfortunately. List. Uh, but he put up in 1999, 2000, he played 69 really nice games with nice. the hurricanes. Solid. 11 goals, 29 assists, 40 points in 69 games. That's pretty solid. As a guy, like, what was what? 38, 39 years, years old. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then That's had, why I was still excited that they got him. Like I was like, this guy at 37 is still really good. It was more of a what the he got to Chicago and it was like, what the hell is going on right now? I don't want to play here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Versus like he couldn't play anymore. No, it right. was I'm too Which good is, for this nonsense. I'm 37. Yeah. I want to win, and oh, you guys lied to me. This team <laughs> sucks. Get me out of here. <laughs> Let's take a look at the 1998-99 Blackhawks roster. Do we have to? Oof. Ooh. Okay, Amani had 75 points. Alexei Jamnov had 61. Happy birthday, by the way, 61. to uh, Tony Amani. It is Tony Amani's birthday. 52nd birthday. 52. 
Good for him. Way to be alive. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you know who else was on that team? Doug Gilmore. Doug Gilmore. Yeah. Wow. 56 points in 72 games. Daze, Chelios, and then we have a massive drop-off. Mm. That's a pretty good start right there. That's a good, a good start. start. Then, then you have that. Chad Kilger. Sure. Uh a 32-year-old Eddie Olchek. is uh that's the lead singer of um, Nickelback, right? I don't nope. know. Kruger. No. Ah, okay. Lawrence knows. He's yeah, a big love, love of Nickelback. He he Trash was at, he saw yeah. Nickelback and uh, Train at Ravinia this oh, year. Oh yeah, I just follow, I'd like to see I Nickelback in a train. Come <laughs> <laughs> my dad, that would be great. Um, All right, it's Kroger. Kroger? Kruger. I don't know. He sucks. Whatever. Nickelback yeah. sucks. Um so Kilger, Olchek, Probert, Dave Manson, 32 years old, JP Dumont. Good player. Ethan Moreau. I loved Ethan Moreau. You guys remember Ethan Moreau? He wore 19, didn't he? And his brother, Justin, who won an MVP for the Twins. Doug Smolik. Christian Laflamme. Good old number three. Oh, yeah, this team's bad. J.Y. LaRue. (laughs) J.Y. LaRue. LaRue. He's my favorite random hawk. Yeah. <laughs> like name a hawk. Kudo number twenty three. JY LaRue. Yeah, there you are. Awesome. Eves LaRue. So yeah, Paul Coffey was one of the first I thought of. Um Peter Bondra came to mind yep. too. That's the a fan uh, I had the I wrote it down. Where did I do it? There we go. Peter Bondra, 06, 07, 37 games, five goals, nine assists. But the most important thing is he scored his five hundredth career goal as a member of the Blackhawks. Blackhawks history. Can't take though. that away from him. He's one of those guys too that like was really good and is not really talked about anymore. You don't see him brought up a lot, like in well, like the legends was, of the game. He was sort really of good on on teams that just didn't really go places. It kind of stunk for him because he was the greatest Washington Capital of all time, and then Alex Ovechkin came and just smashed his yeah, yeah. his legacy very in quickly. Pieces. <laughs> yeah. yeah, everybody was like, "Oh, we're so sad." Peter Bondra's gone. Oh, we got this new thing here, and he's <laughs> like really good. He's so, immediately awesome and yeah, cool, like scoring no look goals. They literally replaced the Peter Bondra in Washington with Alex Ovechkin, so it was pretty easy for Caps fans to move on. <laughs> but when transition. you look at some of the years Bondra had, he was an all-star, a great player on a lot of teams that just didn't go anywhere. Yeah. You know, if you had Bonjour in his prime with Ovechkin, if Bonjour was like six years younger, they probably win that cup a lot earlier than they did. Yeah. Pure goal scorer, 1,081 games, 503 goals, 389 assists. Good player. (laughs) He was a good player for a long time. Yeah. Really solid. Uh, in the chat, Chris Dubiel says, remember Wendell Clark. Who could forget? Yes, that was one of, of my course. other first guys. 13 <laughs> legendary games of during course. the, uh, what was that, 99-2000 season. Uh, two goals. And he was another guy that was like, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, I don't want to do I don't this wanna, anymore. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> Didn't he go to Detroit after? The, no, yeah. he went back to Toronto. He's like, yeah, he went to yeah, Toronto Detroit for was the third before time. The Hawks. Yeah, he went back to Toronto for the third time. Wendell Clark was a legend in Toronto. One of those guys that love that like, guy. One of those guys that was like, you know, can score goals but will punch you in the face, kind of like an Al Secord maybe oh, yeah. type of player. Yeah, yeah. Wendell Clark. And was people great. were so upset when they traded him to the Quebec Nordiques for a guy named Matt Sundin. Mm-hmm. And then like that three years out. later, they're like, "Yeah, <laughs> this is kind of cool. We're all right. We're with good this. with that." And then they got Clark back anyway, and they ended up being teammates eventually. So. Yeah, Wendell Clark, that was another one where you're like, hey, that's a guy I know and used to be good, and this might be something. Oh, good God. Yeah, that was <laughs> like not then, good. And then the puck dropped. Yeah. Uh, um, he, he was my NHL 94, one of my, my favorite player on oh, the he was Sega great. Genesis. Well, you know, like well, NHL 94, team. Roenick is, he, was, he was a perfect player because he was fast, he could hit, he could score. Wendell Clark was just the winger version of Jeremy Roenick. Well, we, it was, we actually, 
Not we, tip we wouldn't let people be the Blackhawks because Ronick was too good. So we made people pick other teams, <laughs> which is why Toronto was one of my teams or Buffalo. So yeah. I either had McGilney or the Wendell Clark. So were the nine was the ninety four Hawks in NHL ninety four, is that the equivalent of being Michael Vick and Madden? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. illegal to be that team. Yeah, they're correct. too they're too perfect for this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like the Bills and Tech Mobile. I feel like the Bills were too good. <laughs> it was the Raiders. Bo oh Jackson. yeah, Bo Jackson. Oh, Raiders. Bo yeah. Jackson. Yeah, Bo Jackson. Yep. Yes. Just sure. Run like this. Up the screen. Do the Go char- back to do the, the Charlie zone. Brown shirt pattern. That's yeah. how you score a touchdown. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, the biggest name on this list is obviously Bobby Orr. Uh, now, he took a year off. He played from 76, 70. Or was there a strike in there? I don't know. I was too. No, his knees said you're not no, playing hockey knee, this year. Yeah. Okay, he played 76, 77, and 78, 79. A total of 26 games for the Hawks. End of his career. 27 points in those 26 <laughs> with games. One, with, with one no leg. Legs. No right. legs. No Literally. Legs. Yeah. He's no had legs. stumps. He was yeah. just <laughs> had skates <laughs> like Dorf. He was, he, was, he was in worse shape than our Jonathan Tate Great guy. Great Dorf right. reference. Yeah. I mean, that's an amazing reference. I am reference. just full of stuff for the kids, man. <laughs> Timely and hip references. Yeah, and here I'm I am just it. laughing at all of it because I am also old. Yeah, yeah no, Bobby Orr. The worst part was, like, Bobby Orr was coming off, like, a great year with Boston, yeah. and then well, you know whole career. Yeah. He, yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, even that seventy-five, seventy-six year was uh, he might have won a Norris that year, or he had a just a fantastic season, and then when he packed for Chicago, he forgot to pack his knees. It's yeah. just a gross oversight. I've all, we've his, all been he there. He left his knees in Boston, and he just just wasn't the same. He won the uh, Norris in seventy-four, seventy-five. Came to the Hawks in 76, 77. I mean, he won the Norris, like, what, seven out of One, eight two, years three, in a row? Yeah, it, was, five, it was basically his trophy. to Eight Norrises in a row. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> and then the Blackhawks signed him. And, and as a rookie, he finished off. third. Yeah. As a rookie. Wow. Good Lord. Left My Knees in Boston. I think that's a Dropkick Murphy song. Left My Knees in Boston. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, I think that's Wailing Jennings, actually. <laughs> oh, come on. Didn't he actually lose a foot to diabetes? I don't know. Yeah, he had something. He had well, then see, that then I'm not wrong. <laughs> he got my foot in Boston. Uh, all right, couple of, there's, a, there's a, a couple more greats on this it. list. Dominic Hasek. Yeah. 25 yeah. games over two seasons, 1990 through and 92. He, and he was a before-his-prime Blackhawks. Yeah. Well, These are well, all past-prime Blackhawks. That was, can you about. imagine being a team that had a young Ed Belfort and a young Dominic Hasek at the same time? Yeah. They traded away Dominic Hasek because they had to make – room for Ed Belfort. I mean, that's pretty spectacular right there. Neither of those guys yeah. drafted, by the way. At the <laughs> time, by the way, it was probably the right move. It yeah, was. It was a bit of a late bloomer, a yeah. little bit. Yeah. No, I, in hindsight, oh, yeah. either way, you don't really go wrong. But Belfort, at the time, Belfort was much better than Dominic Hasek. Yeah. Dominic Hasek came into his own like they made three the or de- four years yeah, later. Yeah, they made the decision to keep their starting goaltender rather yeah. than roll the dice on, on right. Hasek. And then they traded, him, yeah, then the they traded away Belfort for nothing five years later. Oh. But uh, Ulf Down and Michael Sikora, thank you very much. Did we get Chris Terreri in that? G- I remember too? listening oh, to the Hawks broadcast on the radio Devil's that goalie? night. Yeah, Terreri was in that too. Yeah. Listening to the broadcast, it was the pregame show. The rumors were hot and heavy. They were talking about it in the pregame. And like, all right, we got the deal to announce. And I'm like, here we go. What do we what do we get for Eddie Bell for? The Blackhawks receive Ulf Dowlin, Michael Sikora, and Chris Terreri. And I, I think I fell on the ground. Like, what? <laughs> You're bringing an old-ass Ulf Dowlin? Like, at the time, Michael Sikora was a decent defensive prospect. 
very, very similar to Anders Ericsson, who the Hawks got for Chris Chelios. Like, oh, young guy who's going to be great. Ugh. No, no, neither thing happened. Ugh. God, I'm still mad about it. Belfour was the coolest. He was just the coolest hockey player. The okay. Red ass in goal. He had the cool helmet. Had the hair hanging out the back. Like, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Belfour was, him and Ronick were like the two coolest dudes in hockey. May have had bourbon in his water bottle. <laughs> probably. probably. Yeah. Probably. I've actually got a really cool, I'll bring it in. It's, it's, it's going to be showing up to my house soon. A really cool artist print of a drawing of Eddie Bell for autographed. Oh, nice. I uh, got it directly from the artist. Uh, so when that comes in, I'll bring it in and, and we can show. I loved Eddie Bell for was one. Eddie Bell for was my first ever Blackhawks jersey with a player and name on the back and number. That's pretty cool. Uh, I had one as a kid, just a plain one. And then I was like, I want an Eddie Bell for and I got it traded. Uh, it started a long <laughs> tradition. You know, I've got a whole rack in my closet. Eddie Belfort, Chris Chelios, Christopher Steve. Defunct to Blackhawks Brendan Saad, Artemi Panarin, a Nick Letty jersey. Like, they're yeah, all there. Pretty much anything you buy Basically, now if is, you saw is, me, Basically, if you saw me at the United Center with your name and number on, on the back of my jersey, call your real estate you're agent because your ass is getting traded in three months. <laughs> that was me with my uh, Bud Light on the Glass bar events. It was, they called it the Zawaski curse. Everybody, it was like Niemi, uh, not Niemi, uh, Ranta, Ladd, Versteeg, Bufflin, uh, Dennis Rasmussen. It was all bottom nice. of the roster guys, which makes sense. The Boland, uh, um, what the hell's his name? Brower, Troy Brower. Mm -hmm. Like all these guys, like, oh, nice to meet you, Jay. And you're, oh, well, that was fun. <laughs> All right. See you next time. They didn't give you any of the uh, the stick around guys, huh? No, no. I did not have any Taves or Kane uh, bar nights. There was one that I I couldn't do that Barry Rosner did with Tavo at Pequods, oh, and I heard fun. it was just complete chaos. Uh, now I want Pequods. <laughs> I'm sure there were like was. hundreds of people there. To well, see I'm sure it would have been. It was just there's <laughs> hundreds <laughs> of people. They just happen to be there. None anyway. of them were there for hockey. They were there for the pizza. Pe Pequods always has a hundred child people. by yeah. right. eating pizza next. Yeah, exactly. Who's this? old guy that keeps yelling at us like <laughs> yeah that's barry all right other greats uh very recently mark andre fleury 45 Just games with the hawks the last limit. year you might remember that maybe um how about marty turco yeah 2010 11 29 games with the hawks i like marty turco he's a good dude he's a fun dude he was real bad on the hawks yes he was wow. real bad that 2010 11 team was not wasn't great. uh wasn't like the 09 10 team whatsoever they were not cam ward 33 yeah. games in 1819. Free agent signing Cam Ward. How about that's, Brendan Morrison, Vancouver Canucks legend? 11 yeah, I, games, I, I zero points existed. in 2011 12. That he, was after he, the cup. I know. But it feels he, like 100 years he ago. He had, uh, I believe he had a game winning goal in a playoff game. In a playoff game. In that game series of, yeah. against Arizona. I think he had a game winning goal. That sounds right, actually, now that you mention it. Because I don't have playoff stats here. I believe he, like the one of the two games that they won that series, he had the game winning goal. I mm -hmm. believe that's I've, correct. Yeah, I remember that. Um, I can't forget Basil McRae. No, long time <laughs> hated. Yeah, guy. I mean, a long time North Star, Minnesota North Star. You know, him and Dino Cicerelli were just the guys you wanted to just jump out of the, your seat and hated him. Turn his face into a puddle of goo. And then he comes to the Blackhawks, uh, 96-97. No points in eight games. 
And he just said, I'm retiring. He didn't even say trade, but he said, I am done. I'm done you with this sport. You have sucked out my will to live. Eight, it took him eight games to be like, I'm out. I'm done. I'm good. Wait, I, I don't even want to minutes, play this though. sport ever again. I'm out of here. How many penalty minutes in those eight games? I, I did not look that up. I mean, he of was, course he didn't score. But you I mean, could tell that he was someone. checked out. Like, that guy had no interest in playing for the Blackhawks at all. I think he was a free agent signing, too, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. He was one of those guys, again, past your prime. Yeah, just looking for one more contract and said, you know what? No. Another legend of the game, uh, Sid Abel, Hall of Famer, 42 games in 53-54, 9 points in 42 games. To your, to your question, Lawrence, uh, 12 penalty minutes in those eight games. So That's all right. Nothing too bad. It's on pace for him. Uh, I mean, he'd like to see more fives. Two, probably two fights in a two fights in a minor, yeah, like a in instigator. Instance. Was the instigator around in the? I don't think it was. That early? No. What? Maybe that's why he retired. Uh, <laughs> they brought the instigator rule. He's like, "That hell, yeah. I'm out of here." Between <laughs> this and the crappy hockey, I can't take this sitting, anymore. I'm not sitting for two uh, extra minutes. Sid Abel, by the way, uh, the last player coach in NHL history. Yeah, that's he right. Was, we talked about that. Yeah, uh, we just talked about the other ago. day. He was uh, for his two seasons here in the in the Hawks. He served as. Head coach and played as well, 42 games. Um, so last time that's ever happened. We can't forget Blackhawks legend Kimo Timonen. Cup winner. Very say, the, cool the first, moment. The first positive <laughs> one yeah, of these guys to, to one, be here for a short time and, and come out with the – Was it, though? He was playing good. like three minutes a night. And well, positive for him. He yeah, got a cup. Yeah, yeah. It was very Fair cool enough, when Taves right. handed him the cup. Yes. yes. That was that's, cool. We and he's a good player for a long time just yeah. with Nashville, which doesn't count. Sorry. And Philly. And Philly. He was yeah. good with Philly. He was, yeah. uh, he was really good on that 2010 team. He was on the wrong Until. end of the shake and bake. Until by, he wasn't. Uh, Patrick Kane there in yep. 2010. Yep. He was another guy that forgot to pack his knees when he got traded to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. They're my other bag. <laughs> they, got, they got confiscated by TSA, and he was never the same player. That story of him coming back for that season, though. Is pretty impressive. Yeah. Like he, what was it? Uh, heart condition. Yeah, yeah. He had a, like he had heart, like open heart surgery. Yeah, in like August. Yeah, <laughs> and like came and came back. Uh, I believe was a he was either bought out or was a free agent. And uh, no, the Hawks traded for him. The Hawks traded like a second round pick for him. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're right. They and because and then yeah. and he had not played that entire season. Yeah. And, and then, then he came, came with the Hawks, and you were like, uh-huh. played a couple games, looked like he had had open yeah. heart surgery yeah, in August. Like, he looked like, yeah. and then, he looked uh, like he had open heart surgery that day. Played, played enough playoff games to uh, get his name on the cup. And, yeah, raised, good story. Raised it in games after game six. I think he played a three be- and a half minutes. A beloved yeah. player in Nashville. Great, yeah, a great, uh, in great, great person I mean, from it, from all accounts. He was he was so beloved that that. Predators and Flyers fans were actually happy the Blackhawks won the cup. I think Nashville year. raised a banner. Chemo Timonen and Blackhawks. <laughs> they did. Stanley Cup final participant, Chemo Timonen. You know who we did not put on our list? Speaking of guys who just fell off the face of the earth almost literally. Oh, no. Kim Janssen. Kim Janssen. Oh, yeah. Eight games, three points, and never seen or heard he's, from again. He, he's in the land of uh, missing dress socks. He fell through the dryer. Yeah, the land of missing <laughs> dress like, socks. Scott Powers a couple years ago found him, caught up with, and them. he was just like, "I don't want to talk about it." Like, was he like, was he like oh, the man. gym teacher from Seinfeld on the library stairs? Can't stand you. Yeah. I don't know. Nick like, Letty. Remember, there were all. <laughs> I'm not even like going to beans. I'm not going <laughs> to get to the like rumors, but there were a lot of like really there's wacky some, rumors yeah, about him. Yeah, there's some stuff out there. Well, when there's no one from about what yeah. happens he, things, uh, get wa- things go wild witness protection <laughs> yeah i don't know he was on the 29 10 team w- witnessed the uh mob Star- hit yeah, he started <laughs> maybe he heard some uh i don't know 
It's it, they're, they're, very strange. Uh, yeah, you could connect the dots there. Yeah, maybe. Um, was it twenty? Was it oh nine ten? Oh nine ten. Yeah. Well, I mean, they started the season there. The key to the, that acquisition is because we, we got Nick Letty in that deal. It was Nick Letty and Janssen for Cam Barker. Right. But at the time, Janssen was supposed to be like he was gonna be a that, major uh, part. He was going to yeah. be that yeah. veteran guy that helped you, and then it was like, nope. And then he was gone. And they played 739 games and just was a good player and went to the Hawks for eight games and just never seen or heard from again. It's very weird. And, you know, I I don't know. that Stuff like that always – how is like the full story of that not come out yet? How is no one sure? Like, some former Hawks got to be flapping gums at a bar somewhere about. Well, the <laughs> fact <laughs> that it was a guy that literally played like seven games here that nobody really cared about probably helps. I just think it's interesting. I the mean, it wasn't like it wasn't like we traded for Sidney Crosby and then he just disappeared three days later. <laughs> People would actually be interested yes, in that, that story, would, but it's yeah. like Kim who? I don't even know who this guy is. Yeah, another really good player that played for the Hawks, Sergey Samsonov. 0708, 23 goals. I'm sorry, 23 games and four points. Um, then he was traded to Boston, I believe, and then he came a, from Boston. Or was it pre or post called? He won a Calder. He won the Calder Trophy, I believe. Sir yeah, he Samson. was. He, Samson was a, was a good player. Um, looking at his hockey reference page here, played in Boston for eight years: Carolina, okay, Edmonton, Montreal, Florida, Chicago. Um, he went to Carolina after Chicago. Um, but yeah, he, he had, uh, 376 points in 514 games with the Bruins that were, that those were his best years, 571 total points in 888 games. And yes, he won the Calder, uh, in 97, 98. Yeah. I believe he spent a lot of time, uh, on a wing with a very, very good Joe Thornton. That will help pad your stats. That helps. That will Little help. guy, yes. uh, five, eight, one eighty eight. You wonder if he was to play if he played you know, today, 10 years yeah. later. He probably would have been a lot more effective, but he was Samson was a good player. Two uh, two uh, memorable games here. and one goal for the Rockford Icehawks, Sergey Samsonov, according to Elite Prospects. Okay, so if anyone remembers those two games, uh, hop pi- in the chat and I bet you his picture is in the they they got that wall uh, by the uh, t-shirt shop of all the Rockford Icehawks who have played, played a game in the, in the NHL. So I bet you his picture is up there. He definitely should be. Yeah. Other names on the list here. Uh, Lionel Conacher, uh, he had 33-34, 48 games, 9 goals, 14 assists, and a cup, which yeah, is what matters. First good in for him. Team history. He was yeah. a Hall of Famer. Uh, Philip Deneau. That's what he did here. Ah. Yes. Mm. From 2014 to 16, 32 Ouch. games and 5 points in 32 games. Patience with prospects. Mm-hmm. Talking yeah. to you fans, talking to you, Kyle Davidson. Don't Be choose someone who just patient. had wrist surgery who is supposed to win a lot of face-offs over a young player who has perfectly healthy wrists and is winning a lot of face-offs. Yes. Good call by you. Yes. Uh, P.A. Parento had a decent career. Five games with the Hawks in 06-07. First five games, yes. One assist. Then he was traded nine times. Antoine <laughs> yeah, Vermette, of course. for a lot of teams. 19 games in 2014-15, won a cup, three assists in a regular season. Couple, couple uh, game-winning goals in the playoffs. Yes, yeah. Yeah. A, a healthy scratch. Yeah, of course. Thanks. Why Q. not? I think three out of his four goals in that cup run were game winners. That sounds right. Yeah, he was he really was, good. Mm-hmm. He was like the Joe Creedy of that team. Didn't get a lot of hits, but when he did, they were like the <laughs> most important one of the game. Like that's that's I, I always remember Joe Creedy. He's like, yeah, he's gonna hit two forty, but when he does get a hit, it's in the bottom of the eighth inning in a tie game. I can't yeah. remember which game it was. I want to say four. 
or five might have been five because they were at home against the uh, the Ducks in the Western Conference Final that year. I think he had two game winners in that series. Uh, he might have, but I, I think the, the one I'm thinking of, I remember watching that game. We were at, uh, me and a, a group of friends, uh, we were at a bar watching the game, and we were not too far from my buddy's house, and we were like, all right, we're, we're, we had dinner. We're, re- we're like kind of ready to go. The game's going to overtime. We can go from the bar to your house, watch the rest of the game in the intermission. No, we couldn't. We got into the house. He turns on the TV, and it's wah, wah, and we're like, are you serious? We missed it. Uh, so luckily, uh, he's one of these maniacs who uh, back in the day would have his cable box on all the time. And so he had DVR, so we went back a minute or two and saw the goal that was like, it was like he shot it. And uh, I can't remember the duck, but he, like, full, like, Bobby Ord to, like, block it. Blocked it, but Vermette gets the rebound and obviously scores the goal. Uh, I always remember that. Good old number 80. Double overtime winner in game four. Against, oh, it was double uh, overtime. That's the right. The Ducks, he scored the game-winning goal in game one against the Lightning in the cup final as well. A couple guys that just missed the 50-game mark. Theo Fleury, 54 games in 0203, 12 goals, 21 assists. And a tumultuous season otherwise. And Brian Berard played 58 games in 0304, 13 goals, 34 assists for Brian Berard, who was playing with basically like 60% vision. Yeah. That was after he oh, took yeah. that stick to the eye. He was still really good. Just really solid. So a great. bit of an adventure defensively. Then didn't we trade him for Adrian Acoin? Was that the deal? No, Acoin, I think, was a free agent. I don't know. Uh, I know they traded Brian McCabe for Karpatsev. I don't remember Ooh. what they traded Berard for. That was a horrible trade, by the way. Ugh. Uh, what about Ray oh, Emery? We'll Nate's bringing up Ray Emery. In Ray the Emery was over 50. I think he over was like 52 50. or 53. 55. We okay. j- I, just, I just wanted to look it up and confirm it. Yep. And Dan says here uh, for Team and he had blood clots in his legs. That's what it was. Is that, But wouldn't that be more public if that was the truth? That's what it was. I remember that now. That's oh, why it, was, he, it, was, it wasn't hard. It wasn't, it but wasn't why, hard. But then why would like, the Hawks just not think comment it, on it I ever? I think it's about Timonen. Timonen. Oh, Timonen. I thought you were talking about Janssen. No, no, no. Kimo Timonen. Okay. It was blood clots in his legs that was affecting his. That's what it was, yeah. Either his heart not or his hard. lungs or something like that. But it was definitely blood serious. Blood clots. Bad things. Not, not good to uh, have. Somehow, you guys call yourselves hockey experts. And you forgot about. One Blackhawks legend Hockey that played less than 50 games for the Hawks. That's How could you guys sources. forget Harry Dick? Harry Dick, this is true. <laughs> Harry <laughs> Dick played 12 games for the Hawks in 54-55 and he had an sure assist. sure did. Yes, he did. Your lack of acknowledgement of Harry Dick is troublesome. <laughs> That's the next jersey I'm getting. What number, <laughs> get did, he, first what number did he wear? 69? Uh, I don't know. if that Was that a thing back in the 50s? Were you Numbers? even able to joke about no, like, I mean, you know, the act. All right, let's, uh, oh. let's uh, quickly transition to Neil here in the chat, who did ask us a little well, Hold on a minute. Whoa. Whoa, 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 What are you trying to You're produce the show? You're <laughs> us saying the name of a hockey player, I, Harry Dick, no. when Herb drops F-bombs every well, 30 seconds in every Sox post game. No, was, was Harry Dick good friends with former Fort Wayne, Indiana Mayor Harry Balls? <laughs> I don't know. There's a, that, that's the real thing, Harry Balls. I'm sure. I don't, There's a Harry Balls. I'm not questioning that. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not making this up. I'm not up. questioning the guy who hosts Civic trivia <laughs> about trivia. Not sponsored by Manscaped. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Never mind. Neil, Neil wants to hear about Harry Dick. So. <laughs> who doesn't? <Never> mind. <laughs> it's, we're talking about hockey history here. 
Man. Historical hockey players. Yes. Come Legends on. of the game. <laughs> Narfin says, what about Fernando Pisani? He played 60 games. Fernando. Mm. Sorry, just missed out. Um, um, yeah, but I just think the oh. over, the oversight of Harry Dick is yeah. inexcusable That's, from the two I mean, of you. Hey, uh, we call ourselves... You know the, the the vault of hockey knowledge. <laughs> yes, I uh, I lost uh, I lost my Harry Dick thoughts trying to find parking you'll in this get, neighborhood. I'm for confident a half an you'll hour. get them back <laughs> at some point. He's got to search the right channels. That's all. What, what was the question that you're trying to? <laughs> How many jerseys do you own? Uh, two. I have two. Not oh a, God, I have a lot. Two of Blackhawks jerseys. I have a, a number of other jerseys. I that probably have Hawks related twenty or thirty various hockey jerseys. Not as many hockey jerseys as Roosevelt's, but uh, uh, I have a few. I haven't bought any Hawks jerseys in a while because I have more, more jerseys than jerseys. That's the route to go. Yeah, uh, far less. Expensive. Unless you're, unless you know you're investing in a player that's. Yeah, you I, know, I do want to get a new Hawks jersey, but for like. They're hard. I want to get like either a Larmer or like a Dirk Graham jersey or maybe a Doug Wilson jersey. But you got to find a CCM yeah, jersey because I can't get it with the the, the baseball. Start looking at Goodwills. You know what's interesting? Well, the problem is like back in the 80s when those guys played, not a lot of three X's being made <laughs> in those days. It's true. So, you know. What's interesting that we haven't talked about is Adidas backing out of the NHL uh, merchandising deal. Adidas choosing to back out of it. Can or Hosa not, not back, back out, uh, not re, uh, not re up. <laughs> Can we find a material that works for Hosa and bring it back? Was uh, maybe. No, the, it was it was the it was the, the pads, the shoulders, the padding, and, and all that yeah. stuff. The, the stuff that actually touches Hosa the skin. needs pads. That's true. Probably just a rule technicality. It's a rule. He doesn't need them. <laughs> I mean, because he's he's indestructible. Right. Yeah. That'll yeah, be that's interesting, interesting to see who will uh, who will step up because I hope it's a I hope it's like a, a heritage hockey company. I hope oh, it's like yeah. CCM Go or back somebody. To CCM, just give it to a Canadian company. Coho, uh, sure. sure. <laughs> Do they still gonna, make anything? I don't know if they exist anymore, but sure, bring them back <laughs> or, or, or bring back the Jaffa helmets while we're at it too. I did like the Adidas thing here, and when you see those in person, they look great. Like they really, I, I, the colors I are really a, vivid. I have a Duncan Keith one that is the Adidas. It's a great material. Um, what I really liked about Adidas was that the authentics were cheaper than the Reebok authentics were by a significant amount. Yeah, like, aren't they like a hundred bucks cheaper for the what is an authentic? Like two twenty five or something? Yeah, but if I remember correctly, the authentic Adidas's were not as authentic as the Reebok. Like, the Reebok authentics were literally, like, the players wear these. On the ice, yeah. Apparently, uh, I think this was through aesthetics, might have been. The Adidas authentics were, like, a souped-up version, but what the players wear are, like, minor differences. So you're not actually buying what the players wear, which Reebok was selling. Yeah. But, it, but the Adidas Authentic is still a very nice jersey. I, yeah. I like what I have. Yeah, you're right, because there is, like, a, a slight difference between the two. But that's, like, like the CCM Authentics. Those are what the players Back when have. I lived at yeah. home and had no expenses, but I had a slight income, I'm like, I'm buying a jersey every month. <laughs> right. And yeah. uh, th- those CCM Authentics were, like, 325 bucks. Yeah, they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they that's too. I'm sorry, C- that's C- too much. CCM, as Chris points out here, is the, uh, the AHL and yeah. CHLs as well. The AHL jerseys are great. Yeah, um, bring back CCM. I'm interested because Nike does all the uh, international jerseys, uh, IWHF ones. Well, Nike didn't Nike do the NHL for a while? They did. Yeah, yeah. 
when it was yeah they did they did a little bit um they did for a couple of years there before Reebok I wonder if I wonder if Nike will get back into it I, I think the league probably wants a higher profile brand they probably want Nike but yeah, does the higher do profile brand want the NHL there's your key that's the thing that's but, yeah but if with, they're with if Adidas they're, saying we're not renewing with you guys obviously not making the money that they'd hope for if they're opting out of well the deal. also yeah. Adidas you, made the jerseys look pretty shitty like the first Hawksters yeah, looked like the, a little orphan Annie with the, with yeah the those yeah. going on there yeah. and yeah they have to but like and they're a hundred percent better than they were with the collar like the, that the but minor still, change made a big difference yeah. like yeah I, I Something a little more traditional. Um, I would like to see CCM get it, but if Nike gets it, all, all I'm saying is, and this is everybody's concern, every time there's like a jersey supplier switch, everybody freaks out the Hawks are going to like completely revamp their jerseys. They're not going to. It's going to be the same general design as it's always been. And that was the problem with Reebok when it took over. They were like, we're going to make all different designs. And yeah. slowly over the years, we're like, oh, some of these were terrible. Let's go back to what they were yeah, before. The, I remember the Adidas or the Reebok necks were a little bit weird. They were like the Reeboks were like V necks. Yeah, yeah they were, but then the, but they then they put like the patch. Well, once in there they put too. the patch there, it looked better. Yeah, I thought. yeah. But yeah, we'll we'll see. I so I think it's uh, Adidas is up after next season, right? Not yeah. this coming. It'll but the be following. it'll be twenty. I think twenty three, twenty four is the last year Adidas yeah. will be doing it, and then uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Um, hey, you know, if 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 they're looking for anyone, uh, Gunzos makes some pretty good jerseys there. Yeah, there you go. Place that'd, to be go. A, that'd be a local. Uh, be, we're parked by there often. <laughs> yes, I yeah, can, I can wave <laughs> walk, them as they make jerseys. Walk right past park them, right in front of there. Yep. All right, we got to wrap up. We're a little bit late. Uh, any names we forgot besides Harry Dick? Not that I can think of. How do you top that? Yeah, I, I don't I think, think that's the, carefully. Yeah, that's the best one that we're uh, we're going to close on. Got his brother Shorn on the show someday. <laughs> um, hey, if you enjoy CHGO, the best way to help us continue to grow is to download the PointsBet app. And use that code CHGO when you sign up. Not only will you get those two risk-free bets up to two grand, but make that $50 or more first-time deposit, and you're going to get a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. Any questions, email us, pointsbet at allchgo.com. And remember, online sign-up is available now in Illinois. You can download the PointsBet app now and register from start to finish on your phone Get it done. What are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points. Bet gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. We're back in studio tomorrow at 11. Once again, figuring out what the hell we're going to talk about. Well, we'll get there. It's that time of year. Maybe we'll bring back some player evaluations. We haven't done Kane and or Taves yet. Why don't we do Kane and Taves? We could do that. Put a That's bow on those evaluations because we definitely did all 30 players or so that did uh, play played this season. I totally am. did. Totally did. Totally. totally. I agree. Yep. All the other news that happened did not get in the way of that no. whatsoever. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. But we will not uh, at all. We'll put a bow on it with those two. That sounds great to me. So we'll talk to you tomorrow at 11 on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.